everyone, Randy Dietrich, and my mission is to add value to others. I believe in the power of the human spirit. My goal is to encourage you to pursue all your dreams with all your imagination. And thank you for listening. If you enjoyed today's talk, please share with a friend. Add value to the world. question for you. There's four frogs on a branch. Two of them decide to jump off. How many frogs are left on that branch? (laughs) Well, Well, there's still four frogs on the branch. You see, nothing happens until we take action. Deciding to do something and actually doing it are two different things. Knowing and deciding does nothing unless we take action. This world is designed to give its prizes to those who take initiative. The prize of money, the prize of recognition, the prize of the trophy. It's all given to those who take initiative, not the ones who decide to do it. There are no limits for what each one of us can accomplish with our life. It does not matter what field you're in. What I'm about to share with you, if you apply it to your life, It'll allow you to achieve any level of success you desire. And I mean any level. The first one, we've already talked about it. It's taking initiative. It's jumping. It's not thinking about jumping, but actually jumping. Be the frog that jumps. Doesn't just decide to jump. Number two, I'm going to be quick on this one because we've heard it forever. But it's setting goals. Man, only 3% of Americans set goals. So you can enter the top 3% of Americans just by taking a piece of paper and writing out your goals on paper. 3%. The importance of setting a goal, if I'm ever in a live audience, I, I do this. I have people stand up and put their arms out straight. And I tell them, don't move your feet, but twist as far as you can twist. And then look straight down your arm and mark the spot on the wall with your pointing finger. Then come back to center. Now you got a goal in your mind. You just twisted as far as you could twist and you marked the spot. Is it possible to go any further? And as everybody twists for a second time, everyone in the room beats the first spot. You know why? They had a goal. Without goals, you will never achieve as much as you can with goals. You will always go further with goals. And you become what you think about most of the time. Think about your goals. You see, the lowest level thinkers, they think and talk about people. The next step up, they think and talk about things. The highest people in this world, they think and talk about concepts, ideas, what's possible. They think about their goals. By setting a goal, you are purposely bringing the future into the present so you can do something about it today. That's powerful. Imagine having the ability to bring the future into the present and working on it before it gets here. You have that power through goals. You instantly get an edge. You instantly become the top 3% in the entire country just by setting a goal. It's a fact. All successful people set goals and all unsuccessful people don't. Which group you fall in is completely up to you. You'll never hear someone being interviewed after they climb Mount Everest and the interviewer, interviewee goes, how did, you, how did you do it? How did you get to Mount Everest? How did you do this? And they go, well, it's just, I was just out wandering around one day and I ended up up here. No, they set a goal 
and they developed a plan and they had a team behind them to accomplish the plan. And just like that, they achieved their goal. Number three, no one chooses our attitude but us. I've heard people say, that person, they gave me such a bad attitude. I think, well, you are so silly. No one, no one gives anyone an attitude. After all, who eats for you? Who talks for you? Who thinks for you? Who chooses your attitude? Well, we do. We, we choose it ourselves. We cannot choose what happens to us sometimes, but we can always choose our reaction to it. I'm in charge of my mind, and so it is with you. We are responsible for everything we think about. We are responsible for everything about our life. I'd go as far as to say the birthplace of all happiness in life is personal accountability. Because if you're not responsible for your happiness, who is? In this world, a good attitude is worth more than any skill set anyone could have. I have seen, personally, the most brilliant, the most smart, the most gifted, the most talented people in the world completely ruin their opportunities with a bad attitude. I've seen it. I've seen it play out right in front of my eyes. You see, people are pluses or they're minuses in this world. Always choose to be a plus, no matter what is happening to you. This is based upon your attitude. Be walking sunshine. Be the happiest one in the room. Be the happiest person you've ever met. The choice is yours. When you put your shirt on, put your smile on. We choose our attitude in every situation. Your attitude has the power to convert problems into opportunities. It's powerful. After all, problems and opportunities are one and the same. It's based upon your attitude towards it. A good attitude, it'll make you a pleasure to be around. I'd like to hang around you. If you got a bad attitude, I don't want to be around you. <laughs> a good attitude also keeps you humble. Humility is the true sign of greatness. After all, if you're confident on the inside, there is no need to brag or boast or ever put someone down. It doesn't need to be on the outside. I believe a good attitude attracts miracles into our life. This is why my name is Randy. I don't always have a good attitude. I'm not 100%, guys. I don't think anyone is. I'm not going to sit here and say I am. My wife will tell you different. But I work every day to have a good attitude. I work at it. I'm getting better. And the last one I want to talk about is you are simply your daily routine. You are what you do every day. Your life is already compounding. It has been compounding since you've been a kid. And it's only going to compound more as time goes on. So we should be very careful of what we're compounding. You're compounding your thoughts. You're compounding the music you're listening to. You're compounding the people you're hanging out with. Whatever you're pouring into your mind, you're actually pouring into your life. So today, make the commitment. Every time I get in the car and turn the car on, I'm going to turn an audiobook on. Every single time I flush the toilet, I'm going to do push-ups. I'm half joking, but I'm not joking. If you connect a good habit to something else you do, you will develop that habit. Build value within yourself. All the rewards of the world is given to those who take initiative. And those who take initiative build value within themselves. And money and, and the awards are attracted to value. So if you become more valuable, you'll get more of what you want. You know how I can say this with ironclad, absolute truth? I know it to be 100%. Because I've, I've been one of the poorest people in the world already. I lived in a women's shelter in Easton with my mom. We didn't even have one penny. Not one. And then my mom said, Randy, you can go anywhere and do anything you want. It doesn't matter where you start. It only matters where you're going. 
And your past brought you to where you are. But what's far more important is how you see your future. Because how you see your future is how you're going to act today. And when there's hope in the future, there's power in the present. And when there's no hope in the future, there is no action. Money is attracted to value. You want more money. Make yourself more valuable. Add value to yourself. Don't be the person that walks up to the boss and says, give me more money and then I'll work harder. You might as well walk up to your fireplace and say, give me more heat and I'll give you more wood. Pay now, gain later, right? Whenever someone asks me how can they change their life, I always look at them and say, just change your daily activities. Just do different things. Because if you do different things, you'll get different outcomes. The direction of our life goes like this. Thoughts lead to actions. Actions lead to outcomes. And your actions will always speak the loudest. Your actions are honest. It's what you're doing. It's very hard to dispute it because you're doing it. People say it's hard to achieve success and live a successful life. Man, I say it is a whole lot harder to live an unsuccessful life because you pay that price every single day of your life. Here's how easy it is. If you want to do what someone did, just do what they did and you'll do what they do. I say it all the time. If you want to go somewhere, find someone that's been there, and as they're on their way back, ask them how to get there. They will tell you. You see, successful people, they want to help other people succeed. And unsuccessful people, well, they want to keep people unsuccessful. Fly with the eagles. Don't scratch with the turkeys. But in order to do what someone did, you're going to have to think the way they thought. And that's the challenge we all face every day. How do I change the dialogue inside of my mind? How can I become the most positive version of who I am? That's why we talk about attitude. What is your attitude towards you? Are you a winner or are you a loser? How do you see yourself? Do you look in the mirror and see a winner? Imagine what this world would look like if every single one of us, every single morning, got up and said, today's the day. Today, I will pursue all my dreams with all my imagination, and I'm going to ignore the false sense of fear going on in my life. Anything is possible. We should all use that to our advantage. I love the uh, use the frog. Mm-hmm. Um, use it in your book also. This isn't this is a shameless plug for your book. So not only did I have the privilege of reading your book, listen to you read the book, do the audio book, listen to the first edited audio version <sighs> of the book, and then re-edit the second version of the audio book all within a seven-day period. Oh my god, Ralph. <laughs> <laughs> I would still you suggest have- <laughs> You should read it because it's, it's actually, it's wow. again, for what it's worth. It's, there's a lot of good information. There's a lot of yeah. cool information. It's you a cool. Really internalize that book. I, well, I had no choice, but yeah. <laughs> I was wow. like at, around the second listen through of it. I was like, I don't even know if I like this book anymore because you do it so many times. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yep. So that's what yep. I mean. Sometimes we do the podcast episodes. I'm like, did we go through this? I'm like, yeah, right. I don't know. Vo- Randy's voice is permanently in, <laughs> in my head, um, but you use the reference of the frog in the book and then you relate it to, I'm, I'm not going to spoil it, but then you relate it to, to an instance that happened. It's actually really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one thing that I like that I want to highlight is encouraging action, it, it, to, taking action and then to the initiative, right? So you, you, you talk about the importance of taking action. How, I mean, maybe it's more advice, right? Because the start stops most people. We've, we've talked mm-hmm. about that multiple times. What's 
what are some keys or pieces of information or just levels of advice that you can give people to just, I don't want to say bite the bullet, but just do it take to, the just, action. to right. just take it. Right. Cause it's one thing they talk about. I have all these plans, but mm-hmm. then it's cool. Then all we're doing is talking about it. Then I'm going to talk about building places here and do what's, how do you just take that leap? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. cause that's fright. It's so scary. Mm-hmm. You jump to land the ground and you land, like jump to, and build the, the ground to land on. Mm-hmm. But even that concept is so right. It's frightening. It really it is. is. It's, it's frightening. And it takes right. a special kind of person. So how do you, well, it, I think, you know, we, the goal is to become so action oriented that it's second nature that you cannot help, but take action on a problem. You know, when something happens, I'm going to fix it. I'm going to, I'm going to instantly take action to fix this. And we can be, we can train our brain to be that person, you know, but, it, but it does take early on doing the little things, everything big started out small. The best example I can give you of taking action when you don't want to is one time we were working on the pergolas at the winery and we were putting the sun sails into the pergolas, you know, the, uh, the fabric that creates the shade. Right. And we're up on a ladder and I'm up there and I got the hammer in my hand and I got the nails and there's a couple of kids that work with the winery and they're helping me stretch it. And I'm putting nails in, right. And I'm nailing the, the, the fabric into the top of it. So it all looks symmetrical and straight. Right. And I went to hand the hammer to one of the kids and I go here, put it, put a nail in right there on that corner. And the kid looked at me mortified. He looked at me, he's like, are you kidding me? And I did what you did. I go, what do you mean? And I go, put, put the nail in. He goes, I've never used a hammer. I'm like, you've never used a hammer? He goes, yeah, I, I can't do that. And he literally put his hands behind his back as if I can't do that. I cannot possibly use a hammer. It's out of my realm of possibilities. In his mind, it was in the moment. He was just, he was petrified. I've never seen this before. So scared that, oh my God. And I looked at him and I go, get the nail and put the hammer in. Let's put the, get the nail and put that nail in with the hammer. And literally he goes, I can't do that. I go, you hold it with your hammer with your right hand. You hold the nail like this and you tap it enough just to get it standing in the wood. And then you can remove your hand and you're going to pound it in. And I'm going to watch you do it. And we're going to overcome this right here, right now. Oh, he was petrified. He was so, he's, he's never used a hammer before. Oh, okay. I'm thinking he was just like. No, this is my sword in the stone. I'm not doing this. Like, no, he was scared to death. He's, he never used a hammer in his life. Wow. And it was crazy. The kid was 18 years old. He's never used a hammer. And like, he was so scared because he's never done it. And here it is. He's either going to take action and do it and overcome the fear, or he's going to step back into fear. You step into your life or you step back in fear. And every time that moment happens, when you feel the fear, you just do it afraid. That's all you do. When you say that sentence out loud, when I feel the fear, I do it afraid, right? Simple as that. This kid was afraid. So I'm, I couldn't, I'm thinking, wow, this is goofy in my mind. I'm like, this is crazy. I'm thinking after this, we're going to start up a chainsaw next, you know, but you know, <laughs> but you know, we didn't you know? do a screwdriver. God, next. right. Don't even... <laughs> Get the drill gun. Okay. I mean, <laughs> holy cow. There's a circular saw, you know, something, but literally, and he was so afraid. And I, I told him, I am not going to let you down until we do this. I love you, dude. We're going to push through this right here, right now. We're not going to stop. I don't care if we're here for that all day. My name is Randy. I don't give up. And he looked at me, he goes, holy crap, you're right. And he, he grabs it. He taps it. And it, he, put, he put it in like a second. It was no big deal. I looked at me, and go, can you do another one? He goes, yeah, of course I can. And instantly, the moment you, t- you step out, you take action, all the fear vanishes in our life. This happens on a small scale with using a hammer and a nail. It happens on a big scale with leaping into a brand new career. Mm-hmm. It's all the same. It's all the same. 
Your mind does not differentiate the small things from the big things. Fear is fear, right? A mind can make a heaven of a hell and a hell of a heaven, right? A mind can make a big deal of little things. And the goal is that you never allow your mind to make a big deal of little things. There's an ugly saying that I say sometimes, little minds make a big deal of little things. And that is true though, but it is true. You ever see someone make a big deal? It's like, that is such not a big deal. Well, you're looking at a little mind person. Damn, you're calling me out, Randy. I do that sometimes. Oh, oh boy. No. You're funny, Ralph. No. <laughs> funny, Ralph. For those of you that are tuning into this, Randy does this you're funny, all Ralph. the time. You're funny. No, I, you, are you a victim of making big things, big oh, problems yeah. out of small things? Yeah, yeah. I do that sometimes. We all are. Tiff will tell you. Like nutrient facts like, on a water bottle. That's one of the biggest things well, to Well, no, your, your, your challenge with that is that you got two pallets of it. Even if you had a few pallets, you had a couple stack, you wouldn't, it wouldn't even cross your mind. Yeah, if I didn't right. have two pallets of it sitting in a garage with a wife that wants to park a car in the garage. And <laughs> That's awesome. I'm only one man. Unstack them, do it along the walls. So do it. It, right? I'm sitting there and I'm like, what am I going to do now? Structure them around the walls and right. just yeah. build yeah. it up? And yep. I'm like, yep. son of a I would do gun. That. But that's what it is. No, I appreciate it. I tried to make fun at like just a little comedic note there. But um, no, that's a it, taking an it's just doing it. It, it is it's just, initiative just doing an, it. The, think about it. The world, every prize the world has, whether it's money, recognition, um, status, awards, whatever the prizes that you want, it is given to the people that take initiative. It's given to the people that go first, that take the step first. You know, like nobody knows who the second person was that, f- that discovered America. They only know the first person to take the initiative to discover America, Christopher Columbus. Who was the second guy? No one knows, but there was a second guy. <laughs> right. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. All the prizes of all the history books of forever has got Christopher Columbus in there. Why? He took initiative. He's the first guy to do it. Mm. So all we got to do is be the frog that thinks, thinks, and then jumps. Yeah. And the other frog, all the other frogs will stay on the branch, stay on the branch going, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. One day I'll do it. They're never going to do it. Jump. Just jump. And here's how initiative works. The moment you start doing it, you can't stop doing it because you'll feel so empty. You want to fulfill that hole. You'll want the excitement, the enthusiasm of living on the edge because all, all of our life, we are meant to take challenges. We're meant to take risks. We're meant for that. That's what we're built for. That's why we have the, our bones are stronger than steel. You know that? Yeah. This is why you got eyeballs that can see the whole world around you. You have ears that can hear. You have hands that can, that can hold things. You are a, a, like a, a design. You're like a miracle. You can do anything and go anywhere. So why don't we? Because fear holds us back. Most people step back into fear and they don't step into their life. Thank you. Thanks, Ralph.